You're listening to Smart Businesses Do This, where I am joined by the one and only Tom Gaddis. And Tom is a specialist in helping entrepreneurs grow, but specifically more the agency side of things. You are listening to Smart Businesses Do This, the podcast show for freelancers, side hustlers, and upcoming small business owners who want to transform their current business or business idea into a company that is built to succeed, simple to run, and gives you the freedom to live your life on your own terms. I'm your host, Adam Lyons. Let's get started. So uh, I had a marketing agency way uh, back when I first started. My business partner still has the marketing agency. Uh, It operates out of Maui, Hawaii. And so we deal with clients in there, help them out. And then we show others kind of how we're doing that, what we're doing, the processes we're using, all that kind of stuff. I love that. That's absolutely cool. So Tom, why don't you just tell us a a little bit about, you know, for people that have just tuned in and they're just listening right at the very beginning, um, what would you say are like some of the big things right off the bat, some simple action steps that people could do um, if they're, you know, maybe uh, looking to improve their entrepreneurial journey um, to make more money, grow their company? What would you say? Man, my first thing would be action. Like it's so interesting because I was just talking to uh, my business partner, Nick, about this the other day. You know, we have a we have a coaching program where we help people go through and grow their agencies. And one of the things that I've noticed recently with a lot of people that come in is it's really interesting to see the kind of mental uh, roadblocks and walls that people come in that they come into with. You know, like things that that to them feel like they're stopping them from moving forward, but really, like in the the big picture of things, they're really either not important or they're not real roadblocks, right? But they they perceive them that way. And I know I was that way when I started my entrepreneurial journey. Uh, I was one of those guys who was buying everything, right? Like I, I mean, I bought every book, every like I just I knew there were two things. I knew there was something I didn't know that people were keeping from me, and so if I could just find that thing, it would turn it all around. Um, and I, I also thought like, though that's where like just knowing the thing was going to somehow make me successful. It wasn't until I found myself in a very uh, unfortunate situation, which was fired from my job, fired from my corporate job, uh, unemployment getting ready to run out, and I'm like, I either got to get a job or I got to make this thing work. That I finally stripped away all of the BS that I had been telling myself and actually went out and started selling, like actually did those action steps, you know, and like, look, this is what I'm selling. This is what I'm offering. Are you interested in buying? And, you know, when I did that, all of a sudden, magically, I started having success, right? So <laughs> it was like, it's it's interesting to me when I think back about those days, because, you know, a lot of people talk about shiny object syndrome, right? Like you should stay away from shiny object syndrome. I don't know that I totally agree with that because I think there's a time and a place for it, right? When you're, when you're, when you're, when you're brand new, when you're just like, you've decided to start a business, but you've never owned a business. You've never been an entrepreneur. Like there's a certain amount of things that you have to learn and you have to find those things out somewhere, right? So either through courses, books, now maybe you're just not at the point where you're, you, you can take action on those things yet. But if you're sincere about, growing and moving forward and really starting a business, eventually the day will come when you are taking action and those things will pay off. So 
I think there's a, a fine line about like where you're at in the journey. Like when you're brand new, you're just trying to gather information. You're trying to learn, but there is a time that, and I know I went way past this. Uh, maybe you call it the invisible line. There's a line of where you're just learning to learn. We call it getting ready to get ready, but you're not actually doing like, you really have all the information you need, but you feel like you don't. So you just continue learning and learning and learning. And because you're learning, 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 you're never, you're never taking the action steps. You're never actually implementing the things you're learning. You're just learning new things. And so you have to be really cognizant of, of where that line is and, and really like be honest with yourself. Like, have I passed that line? Is that what I'm doing? And if it is, you just got to stop and start implementing those things. And, and those things typically are the fundamentals, right? The, yeah. the little fundamental things that you just think, oh, you know, I'll get to like, that's the easy part. I'll just do that once I get started. Like, but then people never do it. Does that make sense? Totally does. What I love about what you're saying is um, it, it echoes something that I'm always telling people as well, which is you do the thing you're comfortable with. And when it comes to getting started, it's uncomfortable to learn. But when you get used to learning, that's the new thing you're comfortable with. And yeah. so you stay there. Yeah. Well, it's like really like, so I'll give you a real hard example from uh, what I see in our business. So one of the things that we did with our agency early on is, uh, you know, we didn't want to be working in the business every day. So we spent a lot of time learning how to identify, hire, and build a team that can run the business without us, right? So that our business, so they're taking care of that. So we teach people how to do that, how to, how to find outsourcers, how to build a team, how to do that stuff. And one of the things that can happen is like people will often go through that training and they watch all the videos and we have action steps at the end. They'll watch all the, they'll watch all the training. And then the first thing they think is like, oh, well, when I need somebody, I'll go back and do this. Right. But that's like the wrong mindset to be in because what happens if you wait until you need someone to do it, you're like under time pressure. And a lot of times you're like just trying to get somebody in. And so you, you, you don't spend enough time vetting the right people, right? Yeah. So it's much better to start looking for people to help you before you need them so that you have plenty of time to vet them and talk to them. And, you know, we have a, a strategy for this. And so we're not like leading people on and things like that. We're very upfront with them, but like, that's, that's the difference. Like most people think, well, once I, like in the agency space, they think, well, when I get some clients, then I'll hire people to do fulfillment. <laughs> but that's backwards. You want to find, you want to vet people to do fulfillment while you're actively trying to get clients so that when you get a client, you can just connect the two. You're not now all of a sudden trying to rush around and figure out how you're going to fulfill. Does that, does that make sense? Totally makes sense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So no, it's great. Yeah. So, um, so what would you say? Uh, so, you know, obviously taking action is, is a key component. But what would you say are some of like the unique challenges that people with agencies struggle with? Man, you know, getting those first clients, like getting clients is the, it seems like an insurmountable hill, you know, and, and dealing with the, you know, in the information space, they, there's imposter syndrome, right? Like you start doing information, you start feeling like, why do people listen to me? That's a common thing. Well, I think in any type of business, whether it's agency or, or service-based business, when you've never had a client, when you've never uh, delivered a service, it's very hard to have your confidence in that, in doing that, because you you just never done it. It's just really hard to do that. So 
for a lot of people trying to figure out how to overcome that is one of their biggest challenges. And the way a lot of people try to overcome it and the way a lot of quote gurus teach to overcome it is to try to make yourself appear to be an expert when really you're not. And that's a struggle for most people, like trying to present yourself as a person who's helped a lot of businesses and knows this and is maybe, you know, as an expert in the subject when you've never had a client is just usually too big of a leap. What I found uh, works best for most people is just embracing the fact that you're just starting out, embracing that you're new at this and using that as almost like your positioning in the marketplace of like, hey, look, I'm just starting this business. Well, what does that mean to you? Well, that means that I'm going to work my butt off to deliver results for you because you're, you know, like this is what everything else is going to be based on. So I have found that to be a little better approach, like just being a little more authentic and upfront tends to resonate better uh, as you're bringing those first clients in than trying to come across as, you know, something you're not. Now, as you grow and you get more clients, then you can do that. And then the other side of that too is back to the whole, you know, fulfillment thing. When you when you follow a strategy like what I talked about earlier, where you get your fulfillment people lined up, that can also bring you that confidence because you know you have somebody that can deliver because you vetted them, you know what they're going to do, you have all that stuff. So that can also give you that confidence in your ability to do things, uh, even though you've never done it yourself, because you know you have the systems and processes lined up to deliver uh, a good client experience. Dude, yeah, I, I think that's great. Let's uh, let's get controversial just for a second. Um, one of the biggest complaints I hear people have with agencies is they promise and can't fulfill. And uh, I know that a lot of people believe that what agencies do is they'll pick 10 clients, fail on eight, eight of them, have two that are sort of like the unicorns that are actually helpful, work with them, use them as the case study, get 10 more and rinse and repeat. Um, is this true? Is uh, Are there good agencies out there? There are good agencies out there, but I think what you're talking about there is really a flaw in most people's business model and the way that they run their business, not with the agency model itself. So I talk to a lot of agency owners that do you know, a significant amount of money every year, but they work a lot in their agency. And what happens to a typical... Well, first, I guess we have to define what an agency is. There are a lot of people out there that are really just freelancers that say they're an agency, right? So they're just one person, they're building websites, they say they're an agency. What happens with those people, they go out, they get a, they get some clients to build websites. Now they have to do all the work themselves because they're the one fulfilling. They're not prospecting. They're, they're now they're working on building these websites, but they only collected half the money up front. Now they suddenly realize like, oh my God, these projects aren't going to be finished. I need to pay my rent. I need to go get some new clients. So they yeah. stop working on these and they start to go get new client. And so the whole customer experience is jacked up because their, their workflow and the way they're running their business is jacked up, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas if they had a model of, okay, I've got people to do fulfillment and I can focus on bringing the clients, like they could keep a better flow and a better customer experience. But because they're trying to make it all work without doing those things, they struggle and the customer experience struggles. So I think kind of the, you know, those, the way that you can compete against those people and really bring in the best clients and and get the most business is by delivering a great 
customer experience and thinking about that. And the way to do that is to set your business up in a way and also to not, you know, you have to be, if you're doing everything yourself, you have to be aware of your limits and not take on client, you know, you either have to get help, which is what we did, or you do what like people like you're talking about do where they just keep taking on clients, even though they don't have the capacity to fulfill and the, and the, the client experience suffers. So I think there are good agencies out there. Again, I don't think it's really the agencies themselves that are bad. It's, it's the way that people are running them is, is not good. Right. Makes sense. Um, so uh, if somebody wanted to hire an agency, how should they go about finding one of the good ones? Well, I think first you look around and talk to, maybe you have friends that are, you know, have businesses themselves. They've used somebody like, who are they using? Who have they used in the past? Um, what type of thing are you looking to hire for? Right? Like if you're looking to hire an SEO agency, you know, then you might want to look around on some of the SEO websites and see who's contributing art. Like a lot of agency really good agencies and, and good SEO people will contribute articles and stuff to those types of places. They'll be published. Uh, you know, you want to look around for those people. You also want to, I think, educate yourself on what a good SEO person does. That way, you know, like when the person's talking to you, like they're not just blowing smoke, right? Like they're, they're talking good standard practices. Um, I think those two things are the first start really kind of like having a base understanding of what you need, what, what exactly you're looking for, what you need that help with, and then understanding, you know, what are the, the good business practices of, of, of that type of agency. And that stuff is really easy to find online. You can find all kinds of articles about what to look for in, in whatever type of agency you're hiring. Perfect. Dude, I absolutely love that. That's fabulous. So um, let's learn a little bit about you. How did you end up even doing this? Like what, um, you know, what caused you to come and do this? You know, were you just yeah. always going to be an entrepreneur or? No, no. So uh, I, I'm actually, uh, it's interesting The my story is a, a, a little kind of crazy. So, um, you know, I was born in Oklahoma. I was raised there. Uh, I worked in the restaurant business for a really, really long time. And back in the late 90s, the early 2000s, I was working with a writer and he asked me to do some look, um, some research into how he could market his stuff online. And that, that got me involved in some online marketing stuff. And I was really interested and I thought, wow, this is great. You can just, you can go online, you can make money. So I started like trying to do some affiliate marketing and, uh, I had this one affiliate marketing site that generated a hundred bucks a month, but I couldn't ever get it to do more. And I didn't have time to build things out. And plus I was not a good entrepreneur at the time. Like I was not doing good habits, right? Like, um, so anyway, I'm trying to make this thing work. It's not working. And somebody told me, they were like, Hey Tom, you know, you know how to build websites. You know how to do SEO. You know about social media management. Do you realize that local businesses could use help with all those things? And I was like, oh, that's interesting. So I went into this car mechanic place and they hired me. They cut me a check for like a thousand dollars right on the spot. And I was like, oh, that's this so is funny. so much easier than affiliate marketing, you know? And so yeah. that's how I started doing the agency thing. And then uh, over time, just kind of grew that out. And, and then once I had some traction in my agency and it was doing well and uh, all that stuff then started teaching other people how to do the same thing and and all that stuff. And it's interesting because I have this two comma club award back here, right? 
But when I got ClickFunnels, I was so broke. I had to borrow the money to get the software. So a friend of mine put it on his credit card. And then I used ClickFunnels to start to build and grow the agency. And then eventually when I started teaching, uh, we got this two comma club awards. So I think they're kind of cheesy, but like I, it's, it's crazy to me that I was so broke. I had to borrow the money and now I have this award, you know? Right. But I mean, now look at you, right? You've, uh, you've, you've done it. Yeah. Well, it's crazy. And I'm not, I'm not special, right? I'm just an average guy. And I think anybody can do that as well, as long as they, you know, they just keep moving forward. Right. I mean, there were years and years and years that I just never had any success or very little success. And I just never really let that get me down. I just kept going forward and going forward and going forward until eventually things started to click. Mm-hmm. Dude, I, I think that's yeah, phenomenal. That, that's the thing, right? Most people give up before they reach the end. That's the issue. It's like the, the image of that guy digging for the diamond and just before he grabs it, he's like, oh, I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite saying is never let failure go to your head. That's so good. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so if somebody's listening to this and they're thinking like, where can I learn more uh, about Tom? Where's a good place for somebody to go? Yeah. Uh, we have two actually sites. One is uh, offlinesharks.com. That's where you can see a lot of our courses and trainings on how to grow an agency, a lot of things there. And then we also have a program called Remote Millionaires, remotemillionaires.com. And Remote Millionaires is really all about building a business that you can run from anywhere. So for instance, uh, you know, I was on Maui for 11 years. We have the agency there. The agency still runs there. I relocated to Las Vegas. My business partner is currently relocating to Washington, but that agency is still running, humming, cooking, and churning every single day. So, you know, we've we've been able to build a business that you know, it generates about a little over half a million a year right now, but we spend less than 10% of our time in it. And uh, our margins are pretty good. We're running about a 65% margin right now in that agency. So, you know, that particular business model has served us really well, uh, a business where it supports the things we want to do instead of us having to like work in the business all day to just be able to do the things we want to do. So at Remote Millionaires, we teach that model, how we did that, all that kind of stuff. Dude, I yeah, absolutely love it. So people should go and check that out for sure. Um, Tom, about this point in the show, we always ask people, what should smart businesses do? If you could sum up like one thing that you think smart businesses should do, what would that be? I think probably like get past trying to come up with your products first and really spend more time like looking at what your market wants, like what their pains, their needs are, like what they're looking to buy. Um, I mean, that's just a common mistake I see a lot of people make. They get that that million-dollar business idea and they're like, oh, this is it. And so they invest all this time, money, and even established companies do this. They come up with a new idea And before they do anything, they start developing it and investing all this money in it. And then only to find out that nobody wants to buy it or it's not that big of a hit. And our approach in our businesses has always been to start with the market, to look at, you know, what is it that people want to buy and then create our products and things to fill that need. And when you do that, you really don't have to sell them, right? Like, because... You're giving them what they're looking to do, but that requires you to spend time understanding who your ideal buyer is, understanding what they're trying to accomplish, understanding what the problems are they're facing, 
and uh, and then being able to put together you know products, courses, and services that help them solve those specific problems. Dude, you know what's so funny? We uh, we, we preach at our company, the Smart Blueprint, um, the core business mistakes that people make. Uh, by the numbers, there are three major business mistakes that shut down uh, something like ninety percent of American companies every year. And the biggest one is the one you just listed. So there you go. That's, yeah, uh, it's crazy. It's crazy, right? It's, but you it's know, and, and how many people don't know it? Yeah. Well, I see why people don't get it right off the bat because it it almost sounds like a scam. Because when you tell somebody like, well, you know, no, 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 don't come up with a business idea. Like, figure out who's going to buy what you're selling. They're like, what are you talking about? You know, and then just make what they want to buy. You think yeah. like, oh, that just sounds like unbelievable. But it, it actually works. And like, like you said, it's the smart way to do it. Yeah, dude, I love that. Tom, thank you so much for taking the time to appear on the show today. I appreciate you guys. Go check out Tom, see what he's about, especially if you're one of the agencies or if you want to tip on a good agency to find. I suspect those that are following Tom are a great place to start. Tom, thanks ever so much, buddy. Yeah, Adam, thanks so much for having me. A lot of fun. Appreciate you. Thank you. Now, if you're new to the podcast and you want to learn more about how to build a smart business, then the absolute best place to start is with my Smart Blueprint ebook. Over 10,000 people have already gone through the book, and it's one of the most comprehensive resources on strategically building and growing your business that you can find anywhere for free. Just visit thesmartblueprint.com forward slash ebook to grab a free copy. And I'll see you on the next episode of Smart Businesses Do This.